0: Hello and welcome to the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite podcast with me, Laura Linklater, the podcast for thoughtful, conscious-minded parents who want to break the cycles from their difficult childhood, end the cycles of arguing or disconnect in their family relationships and unlock the dream parent inside them so they can show up for their family and for themselves from a place of love and joy. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite podcast. We are so happy to have you here. And today I am interviewing the very wonderful Helen Thompson. And she is going to tell us all about the world of baby massage. Because it is such an incredible, it's an incredible skill anyway, and it's a wonderful thing to do. But especially for those of us with the tough upbringings who who know that we want to break the cycle and we want to start from I mean we can start baby massage from birth can't we Uh, and and we want to change to change the way that we interact with our children starting with with gentle loving touch and offering ourselves a bit of that healing especially if we didn't have that ourselves so you can break the cycle it is available to you and welcome Helen because I know you're going to tell us a bit about how wonderful baby massage is.
1: Well, thank you, Laura. It's a lovely to have you. Lovely to be here on your podcast because I I know the values of baby massage and how it can help with so many things, and not just you know helping parents with issues like colic and constipation and things and um, what else does it help with the immune system. But I also wanted to say that it 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 does help. You mentioned the word touch. Because sometimes when you're when you're sort of stressed and when you're upset and when you haven't when you've had a problem in your childhood or whatever you don't you you may not want to touch your baby because you've had those traumas as a as a as a adult or as a child, but it's really it, it's it touch is so powerful and it's it's something that's so simple that you can do,
0: yeah,
1: and it's it gives you. Communication skills, because by just even just by looking at your baby, because when we when we do baby massage, we always ask permission first, so we give we the baby this. the respect, and you're giving yourself the respect, and you're teaching your baby that respect. So that's the first step, and then
0: you, just and by look gently itself, looking, that's so empowering sorry? in itself, isn't it? That's empowering for us as the parent who was you know offering it and saying especially especially and I know I keep saying this but we get to break the cycle from birth where we can say baby can can I touch you can I move your legs And, and you know no they don't necessarily well they won't understand the words but they understand that you are loving them they understand that you are teaching them consent about their own body from a very early age and you said about uh a minute ago when you started about how when we have these these traumas and they are traumas in our own childhoods yeah. and I did the same when I you know had this baby we spent the first three weeks in hospital and then we we got her, and she was tiny and I nobody knows what they're doing with their first today they? And it's it's all it's all a bit confusing and then you think am I doing the right thing do I touch them like this I, I don't know I don't know and then sometimes we can stop ourselves from doing it at all because we're so worried about doing it wrong and this is why I think what you do is so great because you you help I know we we've used this word so many times empower (laughs) it's empowering to know oh this is how I do it this is the skill of how I do it it's wonderful
1: but it it, it doesn't I mean yes there is a way yes there is a way to touch your baby but having said that still to be able to touch them even if you don't necessarily do it exactly the way you're taught as long as you do it in a safe safe way and you're not sort of twisting them like a pretzel around well then it's still it's still touch and it's still important and you mentioned the asking permission because if your baby's crying or if your baby's upset or if they don't have eye contact with you they're looking the other way or if they're holding their arms to their chest like this then it's not a good idea to massage because you're not giving them that respect. And they're saying, no, I don't want this right now. And I think that's that's a very key thing to say because you've got to value the respect of your baby. And, yeah, and I also starts, wanted to mention- That relationship
0: starts early, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I also wanted to mention the communication as well because communicating with your baby at a young age is so important. I mean, even just even just when you're when you're breastfeeding or if you're bottle feeding, it doesn't matter. You can be breastfeeding or bottle feeding, whichever one you choose to do. You can actually just massage a little foot and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a full body massage all the time. And I think that's what a lot of people think. Gosh, I've got to massage my baby. I've got to massage the whole body at the same time. But when they're newborns, they're not going to. They're not going to be able to, it'll be overstimulating them if you massage the whole body all at once. It's just even if it's just a simple touch, like as I said, rubbing the foot. It's a good point. Um, so when I think of
0: baby massage, I think of you know the, the baby laid out on the towel, and yes, with the whole thing. Actually, well, it is necessarily just that, it's it's
1: all yeah. It. No, it is about a baby lying on the towel and being massaged, yes. But what I'm trying to say is if you're you know you can do it just gently you don't have to do a whole thing and you can lay the out on the towel, you can massage your leg or you can massage your arm or you can massage your face particularly if they've got if they've got if they're teasing or if they're distressed or if they want if they're not getting to sleep you can you, you just massage their face very gently excuse me and that actually really helps to do so as well yeah. so it's just it really boils down to the communication and being and being aware of your of your baby's um feelings and being aware of your baby's um, senses, because you as a parent, if you've been traumatized or whatever, you need to be able to understand that for you, which you're healing. And if you're healing yourself, you're also healing your baby. Or you're also oh, teaching your baby of, that healing. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes, it's
0: wonderful. It's and it's interesting that you were talking about. This is a communication with your baby. This is how we understand what our baby needs and actually who our baby is because we don't know and they don't know. Then, and and that's another really key thing. And I don't think just for cycle breakers. I think this is for for all parents. Be because we have all of these you know we have the small cycles to break which may be your you know your intergenerational cycle from your parents passed down to you and maybe it's even gone further generations and also there is this societal you know the big picture cycle of children need to be managed this is what you do with them and I remember when I became a mom like as a first-time mom I had so much advice thrown at me from everywhere. Mm. And, and I, I remember my sister who's older than me and her kids, she's eight years older than me. So her, you know, her kids uh, were older and she'd already been through this stage. And I remember her saying to me, okay, so our mum is telling you to feed on demand and you know, somebody else's mum is telling you to only feed them at certain times. And she was like, the thing is that you're trying to do both to please them and you're making yourself sick. So stop, choose one do it and I and I was like yeah I needed somebody to say that to me so I it it took my sister giving me permission to say okay I don't need to please this person or this person or this person you know and, and then this book says you do this and this says you do that but when we actually really boil it down to the bare minimum it is look at your baby communicate with your baby and then do what you feel is the right thing in that you know, in, in that state. Yeah, yeah. And when we, when we try and adhere to lots of different rules or a style or a way of doing it or, you know, whatever, we kind of, we forget the actual connection with the child. So it's all about connection. And if we have that connection all with about our touch. Child, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like touch and like you said, eye contact and learning their cues, like, you know, not to touch them if they're, you know, holding, holding themselves away and not looking away. Actually, when it comes down to it, the relationship between you and your baby should and does supersede anything else that any other people are saying, no matter how qualified they are. <laughs> Even me and you I mean, it's, I mean, that relationship is powerful.
1: And when you're touching your baby, I mean you I mean I teach you certain skills of how to do it and which ways which ways to do it and how to do the leg and everything else. But once you've learned those skills, you can you can slightly you can adapt them slightly and and make up your own little songs because I, I always but I'm a strong believer because I come from a childcare background as well. And I'm a strong believer in singing and communicating with your baby and using your voice as a soft gentle approach because um, I don't know if you, I mean, when I, the reason why I chose baby massage, I might as well tell that, you that. that
0: was my, no, this is great, because my my other question was, how did you, because I know, because obviously I know more about you than, than the listeners, I know that you have such strong and, and a, a great wealth of of history with working with children. So how did you come into baby massage? Is
1: that, that's a very good question, because lots of people ask me that. Um, and <laughs> it's basically because... When I worked in child care and I know you come from a teacher background so you'd understand this too, when I worked in child care I had so many parents coming to me saying my child's got constipation, my child's um, got colic, my child's crying all the time, my child's distressed and every parent was coming to me all at once saying these things and I just used to get so overwhelmed and I used to get so much on night because I used to have to say to the parents look, can you just wait until I've sort of spoken to this parent and then this parent and then then I will come back to you and give you yeah, I have the advice that you, well. you want. I will be there at the, classroom, of,
0: at the classroom doors, you know, three three till nearly half past four with parents talking about family issues. Yeah. Which is why when I, I left when I had my babies and then when I came to the point of going back into the world of, I very carefully phrased this, out of the home paid work, <laughs> because it really <laughs> is hard work being at home. Uh, I didn't want to go back into the classroom because I realised that actually that that three you know three fifteen to four thirty with the parents that was what I loved the most.
1: <laughs> and I wa- and that, to me I sort of felt that I wasn't giving them the attention that I wanted to give them. I wasn't giving the individual parent the support that I wanted to give them. So I I knew I had to find something else. I just sort of thought no, this is just not going to work. So. I did a bit of research, based to cut a long story short, and I and I went and I went on a baby massage course just to have a just to have a look. I went on somebody else's course just to have a look to see what it was about because I'd heard about this magic of touch and I thought, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And I actually yeah, exactly. went there and I realised as soon as I was watching somebody else teaching. And then I'll use the word empowerment again, which I, which I love that word, um, as soon as I sort of realized the empowerment that the parents were getting from, from this teacher and from by the, the magic of just touching the baby and communicating with the baby and helping them with things like colic, constipation, colic, all those kind of things as well as developing the immune system and getting seeing their little faces smiling and seeing the um, parents really looking at the babies I thought right this is this is where I need to go this is what my passion is and this is where I want to take child care because it's still child care but it's it's more of me giving to the parents on a one-on-one it's me giving the parents the tools to do it for themselves rather than having to Constantly come up to somebody and say, How do I do this? My baby's this, yeah. my baby's well, that. You,
0: when you're talking um, about empowerment, that is kind of it's quite disempowering because you're essentially going to an authority figure and saying, I don't know how to meet my baby's needs. Can you tell mm, me? Mm. And and you yes. know, and of course I'm a huge advocate of reaching out and I quite regularly will say, I don't know what I'm doing, help and find an expert. And that's what <laughs> And, you know, what is an expert? That's a different conversation, isn't it? But, well, you know, that's I a different will, conversation. I will happily, you know, seek support and I advocate that. But but when you have a new, you know, your new baby and you just think, I just want to look after it. And and especially cycle breakers thinking, am, am I going to repeat my cycles? Can I break them? Is that a thing that's possible? You know, I often one of the key things that I hear from not just clients, but, you know, everybody that I've see and work with i have these conversations all the time is i never want my child to feel the way that i did
1: when Mm, mm.
0: and so to have something like you know baby massage you said it isn't just about you know uh, massage massage off you go it's huge isn't it It, the ripples of baby massage spread throughout your family when you practice it and that is why it's it's exactly the opposite of disempowerment it's you're taking a taking a course learning a skill so that you can heal your own your own worries and know that yes you do have you do have the skills that toolbox you do have it inside you and so that you can deal with all situations whether they're physical like you said constipation and colic which I think we've all dealt with that with our babies haven't we and uh and then the emotional because you're learning about I'm doing this for the people who are listening on the podcast. I'm doing like the hand movement. It's a bit like tennis. You know, we talk about the serve and return because we're both from childcare. These serve and return, you know, where you clap and they clap or you sing a song together. This is the foundation of trust, Mm -hmm. of love, of as an educator of oral development skills, which precede literacy. It's all wonderful. And baby massage impacts all of them in in only a positive way. It's wonderful.
1: And it also brings in the senses as well. Yes. Um, Could because you your yeah, well, well, I will. <laughs> um, it, it brings in the senses as well, because your babies, um, how do I put are feeling your um, feeling your touch, mm-hmm. feeling their mother's touch, but it's also hearing your mother's voice and and communicating you know it, this it is sort of helping their sight by looking by by looking into the mother's eyes even if they're very young you still I'm looking right down because if babies when they're very young I'm not I'm not a child psychologist or child development person I'm, I'm not going to say that I am but I do know that when babies are very small their vision isn't very clear they only see sort of black and white to begin with but if you're actually looking right down at your baby, you're teaching them, you're helping them develop their sight as well. And I've said, I said, and it's a touch, what I'm just trying to go through the senses here. Um, touch, hearing, I've mentioned that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what's the, um, taste, smell, smell, yeah. Well, not so much taste, but taste I think <clears throat> it's not so much one, but smell. Is, is a one a key one as well because they're smelling they're smelling you, and yes. and they're smelling how you how you are and you know they 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 know that it's their mum or they know that it's their dad or they know um, who it is. We had
0: when we were in in hospital. uh, So my my daughter was born early, she was a a preemie baby. And we were given these things called mini booze and it's like a cloth thing where we had two, there was always a pair. So she had one in her little incubator and I would keep one down my top and it would take on Mm. your scent, It's, it's beautiful. It's a standard practice for increasing attachment because smell is one of the main senses, especially for preemie babies that can't really, you know, they can't really move and see and think. So, well, see, they can see, but, the, you know, they spend so much time just in their little incubators. And so we would swap it regularly so that she would smell that smell. And, and of course, we're not consciously aware of it. Although that, you know, that newborn smell is so beautiful, but they are learning about us through that smell. So it really is powerful.
1: The other yeah. thing, talking about preemie babies... Um you can actually you, you know, you can put your hand, you can put your hand in gently and actually touch your baby and give the leg a little rub yeah. and give their arm a little rub. So you've got that touch while they're there. And I, I like what you said about what you've just said there about the smell, but you can add the baby massage into that by just rubbing their hands. That's still massage. It may not be it may not be a full sort of leg massage you know doing this sort of Swedish milking or the Indian milking <laughs> yeah. like that it may not be a full massage but it's still it's still that touch it's still I mean just rubbing the little hands while they're in there connection. it's still touch it's still it's still supporting your baby and it's still healing you and it's still healing them as well
0: yeah and it's, it's like so. that silent you know where they reach out mummy Yes, I'm here. And that, that's yes. really what it is. It's the silent communication that says, you know, so much more than than words. It obviously words is, is wonderful as well, but it, it just enhances it even more, doesn't it? Especially before, you know, when they are pre-verbal. It's
1: beautiful. Um, but I, babies do understand a lot more than we give them credit for. I mean, you say that I say that you have to ask babies permission. Babies, it, they will learn if they you know, they'll learn. It's, it's a learned response. They'll learn whether they want it or not. So, sorry, you want to go on? I'll no, I,
0: no, I'm just thinking that that is, again, especially from the cycle breaker through the cycle breaker lens, that is powerful because so many of us cycle breakers haven't been heard or respected. Not necessarily because we had awful parents who were monsters, but they just didn't have the skills. And it, you know, it wasn't the mm-hmm. done thing. Certainly in the seventies, eighties, nineties, it wasn't the done thing to ask your child consent. Or you know, and I have a podcast that's coming out very soon about the. Um, you know, the, the giving granny a cuddle thing at, at Christmas and, and holidays comes up every year, because parents who were told, go give that person a hug, but I, I, I haven't seen them all year, go do it, because yes. because you have to, yes. and, and so we get to break that cycle, as, you know, as the parents, we get to start really, really early on, and and when we are you know saying you know you don't have to go and sit on that person's knee you don't have to give that that auntie who you haven't seen for two years you don't have to give them a kiss if you don't want to you can do a cuddle or a wave it's all part of the same thing isn't it and it goes back to Mm -hmm. i am giving my child consent over their body and their wishes you're Mm, doing it exactly you are breaking the cycle every time yes
1: exactly
0: Um, i wanted to to ask you Helen so for people who were listening who were thinking oh my goodness baby massage sounds amazing I thought it was just you know one of those things that people did But actually (laughs) it sounds perfect where can they start because it is quite you know especially when you're a a new mom or you know even if you're a new mom to baby three or four whatever it's it's still daunting finding out about a new thing isn't it so where where should we go (laughs) first
1: well I guess a question there's two questions there where can they start I guess if if you're a new mum, you're, you're ch- you've got to change your baby's. I'm going to use the word nappy, but I've been so used to talking to Americans that they say diaper. But you, you and I are both British, so I can say nappy. Okay. <laughs> um, um, when you, when you touch, when you're changing your baby's nappy, you're touching their legs, and you're changing, you're changing them, and you're lifting the legs up to change your nappy. So I guess I was going to say that's a good place to start when you first massage your baby, is the legs. Because they're used to having the legs being touched. They're used to having, they're used to you picking up the legs um, because there's a nappy change. And also, I guess the feet I would I, I would do at a later stage because they're a little bit, feet can be quite sensitive, except if you're breastfeeding, as I mentioned before. Um, me and I, used I wouldn't to hold start stating... Yeah, or hold the hands so as well, or hold yes. the feet. But I wouldn't start. I wouldn't start on the chest straight away, because that's a very sensitive area um, for anybody, including a baby. Just because a little baby doesn't mean to say that they don't want to protect that area. It's um, a very. I think it's where. I think it's where. It's not the solar plexus, but it's a very. From yeah. uh, from a spiritual point of view, it's, it's like your a heart very space, sort of,
0: isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
1: your heart space. Yeah, and. You know that's a very sensitive area, and I go I go through that in a class. I sort of explain I explain the ways of how you can tell if your baby wants a chest massage or not. There are certain there are certain ways that you can tell whether they want a chest massage or not, which are which I'll explain in a class. But basically, if they if they've got one hand out and one hand in, that's that's still a no because they're still holding on to one hand. And if they've got if they've basically got both hands out and smiling, well then that's possibly okay. But anyway, we'll I explain that more in, in classes. So the chest is an area not to do unless you've sort of know your baby's cues. And you can do the arms because that's something that I guess they're used to as well.
0: Yeah, they just got their arms
1: about <laughs> Their tummy is a very sort of sensitive area as well. So, I mean, I'm not saying don't do the tummy because the tummy is good for so many different things, like digestion and um, uh, things, colic, as you mentioned. But I'd say basically start with the legs, and you can start. And the age—that's another thing. You can start yeah. when they're newborns, right up to the right up to toddlers. But I I focus, I mainly focus on um, newborns to um, around about eight months, and that's just my choice. To teach baby massage to that to that age group because once they start crawling, it's you can still you can still teach baby massage, but it's it's harder for the mother to. I'm laughing because I have the, done that. Keep, <laughs> yeah, keep control of the baby, and, and it's better to start when they're young because when yeah. they get to the toddler stage, they may not want to be. They'll, they'll know about the permission sequence because we I've mentioned that before. So they'll they might not want it, but then they might put a they might come and put a towel on the ground, put some oil on the ground, and come and tap to you. Say, "Mum, can I have a massage, please?" Because they've been used to having it,
0: mine, and mine it's then their choice when yeah. they
1: want to have it.
0: Uh, I, every now and then, it, it is quite funny that. If- so my my kids are six, four, and three, and you know, as my three year old especially, you know, he's a, he's a brilliant age for it. And he will literally you know. I'll turn around, and he'll have absolutely no clothes on with the oil, mummy. <laughs> and it's actually really nice because he now has a way to to even if he doesn't know the words, he can say, you know, what he's saying is, "Mummy, please can we connect?" Or "Mummy, I'm feeling wobbly." Or "Mummy, can you help me calm down? I need a bit of grounding." Because he'll often maybe do it after. So we've been to a party, or we've had a busy day, or we've been to the park, and and he's really tired. And you know, I'll turn around; he's taking all of his clothes off, and he's like shaking the baby oil at me. Mm-hmm. And he, but he has that skill to to help himself to calm down. So I know we, you and I, talk about empowerment all the time. This is empowering children to yeah, understand absolutely. I have a need, and I know how to get it met. Mm-hmm. And that's just an incredible gift that we can give our children. So you know, it looks like that class that you do with. you know when you have a newborn but it is so much more it's wonderful Mm. Uh, i was wondering actually helen um because you were talking about how you specialize with supporting newborns or you know new moms could you share with us your podcast as well because i would really i think that a lot of people listening to this because i have people people listening to this podcast who you know are are seasoned parents who've been doing it for a few years people who've just had babies and actually quite a few people who know they have that tough childhood are now you know pregnant or expecting or on you know adopting and they think ah i want to start now where do i start so i think a whole load of people who listen to this podcast really would love yours (laughs)
1: would you mind sharing as your details my podcast is called first time mom's chat and it's basically exactly that it's it's to support it was it's basically to support first time mums between a particular age, but it goes a little bit further up than the baby massage side. It goes up to around about the three to four year olds, oh, whereas baby massage is sort of particularly up to sort of eight months. And I started the podcast because I wanted to empower. Like saying that word empower, but I just it. love That's that empower, word everybody. empower. <laughs> I I just wanted to sort of be able to support mums. Really, I, it started with first-time mums who who are literally first-time mums because I know first-time mums when they come out of hospital, it can be very daunting for them and it can be very overwhelming. And through my childcare background, I can give them a lot of support in that. And I also speak to other professionals who are sometimes first-time mums and sometimes not. But, you know, sometimes their mums... Who've had three kids, but they're, they're still oh, like a the first-time yes. mum to every every child. So it's really yes. to help those mums feel that they've got a community that they can they can um, hear people, professionals talking and other mums talking to give them some valuable tips and valuable support, so they can support each other. And if they and if they want to find out about any podcasts they can always look it up on my website or if they want to give me any feedback or any comments about topics that they might be interested in I'm always happy to do that research and try and find yeah. somebody who I can I can find to talk to about that particular topic so I think it, it's basically community It's so powerful isn't it it's
0: because it, it can feel I mean especially people who have But again, I know we're talking about first time mums as well, but, you know, even the the people who have more than one child already, that having a baby during the COVID years, if I'm guessing Mm. they'll be remembered as that. I mean, it, it can feel isolating enough. And then having children, you know, I had three children in lockdown for four months and it is very, very tough. And one of the ways that I connected with other people for myself and my own mental health and well-being was through you know podcasts and Facebook and the internet and things and and getting to know people so I just thought it's just I just think your your podcast having having been through the you know the background and gone through your podcast it's brilliant it's I find it helpful for me oh (laughs) thank you I think it would help that's good feedback I'm a big fan I'm having a fangirl moment (laughs) so yes where can people find you, Helen, because I know people will be listening to this similar for for this podcast is I'm hoping it's it's going to be a wealth of resources for people to, you know, dip in and out of. So if people are thinking, I would like to
1: do baby massage with Helen, how can they find you? (laughs) They can find me at uh, mybabymassage.net, which is my website. I also have a Facebook um, page as well called My Baby Massage. And I go live. I do a lot of lives on there. Sometimes the lives are good and sometimes they're not very good. But anyway, I do a lot of lives on there. And um, on Monday, I'm actually doing a. am just mentioning this because on Monday, I'm actually doing a live with somebody. She's a professional dancer. Oh, wow. And she, um, we've, we sort of connected through the podcast. She's interviewed me and I've interviewed her. And over the last three weeks, I've been talking on my live a lot about crossing the midline, working with the midline and how you cross the midline and, and teaching baby, teaching parents about brain organization. And Audrey has actually come up with a dance move that she is going to show us on the Facebook on the live on, on well, Monday,
0: how you to, you know, how to
1: do it. It's actually, te- it's actually supporting all of what I've been talking about in the, three, in the three lives I've just done. So that's on the Baby Massage page. That was just a, just putting that in there. But mainly, mainly, if you go to mybabymassage.net, you will find all my courses that I offer. And I offer Zoom, I offer a one-on-one Zoom course. I offer group courses as well on Zoom. I also do a free introduction course, which you can find on my website. And I also have a Colicky Baby 101 course as well, which you can find under under courses on the the drop down, on the drop down. If you go to courses on the website, you'll see a drop down and you can find all the courses there.
0: Oh, I wish I had known you a few years ago. Oh, wonderful thank you so so much for your time i should say to everybody that uh all of those links will be in the show notes so you can just click through so please don't don't worry about writing it down because if you're anything like me you listen on the go <laughs> i often do yes yeah, so and there, there will be in the show notes.
1: <laughs> and there will be also a link um to the website with with some freebies with some freebies in the show notes as well Always. because i forget. actually have a i have a, a two on the on the website i have one for baby massage routines one for colic but they're all they will be in show notes so you can find out more about it then
0: thank you so much helen you are doing the most incredible work and you're a lovely lovely human being thank you so much
1: (laughs) it's a great pleasure laura i've really really enjoyed talking to you and um talking to you about baby massage in so many different ways it's been fantastic so thank you wonderful thank you see you soon
0: If you've enjoyed this episode please do make sure that you subscribe so that you get future episodes delivered to you and i would love it if you were able to leave a review because these things really do matter if you'd like to know more i am going to extend a really warm invite to you to join us over on facebook in the cycle breaker parents unite group the links are all in the show notes and you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook.